You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Sports Radio 929 the game. It is Sam and Greg on this Sunday morning, the 14th day of August. We say to you, Good morning, Georgia. Morning. And good morning to you folks in Duluth. Wonderful, wonderful Duluth. Wonderful Duluth. Uh, where they Georgia. already have the signs out for the fall festival. I had never been in the fall festival up the, there. The fall is festival is a very special event there. And um, yeah, it, it's something that's just like a. Festival, carnival, entertainment, parade, uh, so it all breaks loose all, all at the same time. All right. Do they do a taste of Duluth, too, or is it just um, the fall festival? Oh, it, they, they're doing some tasting. If you want to taste something, <laughs> that's going on, too, if you will. Yeah, that's what you want to I'm do. I'm talking about food. I ain't talking about you the other no, stuff. No, no, they got food. They, they'll, 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 Happy 63rd birthday, Irvin Magic Johnson. How about that? Whoa. When did that happen? Yeah. yeah just wasn't it yesterday that he was playing Larry Bird in the uh, NCAA championship? Wow. <laughs> Still the highest rate. Can you believe that? There are two things that happened in the 70s. I find just amazed that they are still record holders. And that game, if I'm correct, is still the highest uh, ranked, uh, the most watched NCAA championship game. You date. are correct, sir. I can confirm that. And the other one is, you know what the largest selling live album of all time is? Uh, I, I mean, I'm expecting you to get it, but still. It, and last time I checked, and if it's been passed, it's been passed recently. But I got to guess, but I'm not sure. Frampton Comes Alive. Still? Still. Yeah. And if it was passed, it was passed not too long ago. No, but I, I knew that it was for a long time. Yeah. That that takes me back to high school, dude. <laughs> it takes I, it, it, it really, I really. Um, yeah. Um, so, yeah, that, that one, was, I, I, I have it somewhere tucked away in my vinyl. And and if you if you were going, ooh, let me feel old after that Magic Johnson one. Happy 56th birthday. Let me say that again. Happy 56th birthday, Halle Berry. Yeah. <laughs> that was a different response from Hallie oh, yeah, the Magic. Barry, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, and I keep thinking about that opening she had at the um, for the Super Bowl last year where she walked you through the magic of Los Angeles and bringing you back there. That was one of the best performances at and that whole presentation last year. They did not disappoint. No. 
I mean, from top to they bottom. Had, they, they had to deliver. They had to knock that And they out. really did. They yeah. really did. They had to. And um, Everybody we, was watching with a critical eye. I had, some, I had some people that hit me back from a conversation you and I had yesterday, and they agreed with me. They thought it was a good idea. And we'll talk more about her retirement or evolution uh, later on in the show, but Serena Williams. And we're talking about what kind of mark could she or the Williams sisters in tandem leave behind and we talked about you know sports arena put their money toward that because they got fashion and they got other things that they're that, you know they're invested in but if you put their name much like that billy jean king in new york or arthur ash stadium but it was in la yeah most notably down there now inglewood that area in fact i noticed i got some relatives that live out there you know they are building that area back up right. because of the stadiums they're putting there so you got sofi which is out there in inglewood you got um steve Ballmer is 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 gonna put all kinds of bright shiny new bells they're and doing away with and, the racetrack is the racetrack going away that i don't know about yeah. i don't know about the racetrack, yeah, the racetrack, out, racetrack there. Was out there but you got two big stadiums that are going to be there for other purposes too but if you had some investors which i'm sure they would have no problem finding and put a tennis facility out there that could be used for other things but you i didn't even know this you were the one who told me there is no major tennis event that happens in la well i mean this that's what made what we had here in atlanta a couple of weeks ago such a big deal uh because you know tennis tournaments in the united states are are few Mm -hmm. they're very few and at one time, we had them all over the place, but they've been sucked out to other countries as tennis has taken off and grown in other places. Um, they're the places with the top-ranked players these days. So, right, they're getting the tournaments. And so uh, we only got a handful. But the idea of Los Angeles, the West Coast, you know that people play. You know it's a great deal of enthusiasm Absolutely. for the sport out there because you can play year-round and mm-hmm. never stop. Um, but just an idea that they don't have an event out there anymore. So to me, that would be a great way to basically to have almost almost a West Coast version of the National Tennis Center. There you go. Which the, which the t- National Tennis Center now is a pretty mammoth layout. You know, you, I forget how many courts they got in that Oh, it's place. up there in Queens, right? They took it's over where Queens. the World's Fair was back in the day. Right over there. That's exactly <laughs> where it is. It's right off where the World's Fair was, right across the street from LaGuardia. Mm-hmm. Like I said, that's what I love to do. I love to go fly up that first Monday or Tuesday, get the earliest flight out of Atlanta, fly <laughs> to LaGuardia, yeah. go across the street, watch tennis all day, and when it gets dark, come back across the street, get on my flight, and come back. There you go. Um, so that's that's to me to do something like that in L.A. That would be a nice thing. Yeah. For the, for them to uh, to have and bring back a, a men's tour, or you know what? I, I'm not saying they want to take away what Indian Wells has done. Which is a weekend. But wouldn't and a half it be event. something? Wouldn't it, wouldn't be, it be something, something? though? Well, well, you know what? You know what? You, you, don't, you don't want to take that away. Get your own. You know, because yeah. they they can have their own. They don't have to take Indian Wells from the ring. But I thought eventually, I, I thought since Indian Wells is there, and that was a great you know deal of of uh, you know with them staying away from that place for so long, that her name go on something there. But you know, the main thing if they can get something built in Los Angeles. Um, in that area, that that would be that would be great and needed, and would bring a would obviously Absolutely. bring a tournament back. Not far from Compton, so yeah, it would be it would be perfect. Anyway, Sam and Greg, Sports Radio ninety two nine the game, ninety two nine the game dot com on this fourteenth day of uh, of August. Turn things over to Mr. Crenshaw as we do top every seven o'clock hour, and uh, let's bring you up on what's going on. And by the way, if you missed it uh, earlier in the show, Day Day Lewis joined us. Eric was there. Slaughter and Sam talked about the second season of the high school football scoreboard show which is going to premiere this upcoming friday night from 
7 a.m. 7 p.m. until like six in the morning. But they talked about the you know the new bells and whistles are going to show up this year, and everybody's looking forward to it. But I know there's some other stuff locally going on. Well, we talk about all the games because they start on Wednesday night. We're talking about the Corky Kale Kickoff Classic, uh, the 31st edition of it. And uh, before you get to the games that you'll hear here on Sports Radio 92.9 Game uh, on on Saturday, it starts uh, Wednesday with the 5:30 game out of Johns Creek Kale. Uh, who we've seen, for the most part, playing at Mercedes-Benz Stadium will travel this year. They're going to play out at Johns Creek against Cherokee Bluff. It's their first time um, playing, and Cherokee Bluff is up in Hall County. The uh, colors are purple and white, and they got purple tennis courts, man. They got, what? They got purple tennis. I got pictures of them I have to show you. I have to see that. They got purple tennis courts at this school. Uh, the 8:30 game at Johns Creek will have Johns Creek, the host team, taking on Parkview. And that should be an interesting matchup in that one at 8.30. The next night, uh, Thursday, it uh, moves to West Forsyth. And at West Forsyth, be North Atlanta playing in the Corky Kale for the first time representing Atlanta Public Schools. They'll be taking on North Forsyth High School. That's a 5.30 game. And West Forsyth, the host, will take on Archer out of Gwinnett County. That's an 8.30 game. That is on Thursday. Friday, it starts early. They have five. They have three games starting at 2.30 in the afternoon. They're playing these games up at Rome. Uh, Fellowship Christian against Mount, Pid- Mount Pisgah. The 5.30 Cass, the Colonels, uh, coming the Colonels. in. The Colonels are coming in after taking on uh, Mustangs of uh, Kennesaw Mountain. Uh, 5.30 and then an 8.30 game, Rome against Creekside. Um, those are the games coming up Friday. And then Saturday, the games that you will hear here on Sports Radio 99 game. Starting at 10 o'clock, it is the Greg. I'm sorry. I was I was getting ready for our oh, next okay. segment. It, it, okay, I, I usually okay. let you vamp this time. Uh, well, well, okay, okay. Wait, <laughs> but, say it again. The, 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 10 a.m. is time for the. Oh man, the biscuits and gravy game. Biscuits and gravy. Y'all don't let them folks steal that from me. The biscuits Us. and gravy. Yeah. Well, Matt Stewart was saying you can throw some crispy bacon in there with it. Uh, okay, which I do it long as they na- the name of it is ours. That's it. Uh, 10 a.m. It is McEachern uh, taking on North Gwinnett. In that very first game of the day, the second game is at 1 p.m. Brookwood, uh, before they go out to Vegas, uh, will come to Mercedes. Can you explain that to uh, you? Know, we talked about that yesterday, but with no real explanation. How well, do they a, get? How do they get to go to Vegas? There's all right, well, we don't know what it is, man. So yeah, tell us. Yeah, well, well, first of all, they play in Norcross that day. You know, that's they. That's, okay. That's, that's two schools from Gwinnett, but they're going to meet, meet downtown in Brookwood later on. And the season is gonna go out and play because well, first of all, it's is an invitational, and I think Bishop Gorman is a team out there that's well known nationally. This was the team that Snoop brought his kid to play on, ah, and, they, and, okay. they, and they gave them the reality show. You okay. know, he brought him out of L.A. to go to Bishop Gorman. You remember that, Eric? Yeah, and uh, he actually wasn't just Snoop. Puff Daddy's son played on the same team. Okay. Yeah, but yes, uh, yeah. Snoop Snoop's family show, and his son went to UCLA, didn't stay long. But, yeah, it was, yeah. they put yeah. Bishop Gorman on the map. Yeah. Got that same G, like, just well, like Georgia. Well, you know, well, you know that, that, that's the thing. Um, uh, P. Diddy's kid went to UCLA. Snoop's kid decided he didn't want to play college football at all. After he committed to UCLA. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You, you know what I mean? He said, you know, I, I, don't, I don't think I want to play. And that's after he gone to the school and, and had his reality TV show. Anyway, that's the school that they're going to – I mean, they're, they're a school that's a, a nationally ranked school, and it's really a great honor for Brookwood to receive the invitation to come and play. But just like, you know, we were talking about yesterday with Matt Stewart, with the regions being what they are right now, you know, you, you need some teams to fill out your schedule. And maybe some teams in your schedules can't get 
set up with teams within state, and maybe they may not want to play you. Um, so that's the, that's the other part. And so you get these teams from outside of the state to come and play. I mean, Buford, I think, has three out-of-state opponents uh, that, they're, that they're playing this year. Um, and it's a chance to test your team. It's a different contest. Plus, believe me, teams from other states watch what's happening in Georgia. They want to play Georgia. They know that uh, the college scouts come here and recruit this area heavily. They're seeing the Georgia players show up on rosters of college football teams all over the country. So to have a chance to take on a Georgia team, yeah. So, that, you know, Brookwood got the invite. And if Brookwood didn't go, quite frankly, probably some other team from Georgia would have been invited, Greg. Uh, you know, the, so, so that's, that's what I'm uh, – that's the way I'm seeing it with them. And so, you know, Coach, Coach Philip Jones, before they go, we try to get Coach Jones on. And let him let him explain it, and he, he can talk to us. You think they're gonna get back to bringing teams out of state back here for this uh, for this tournament? Oh, I, 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 you know what? The, here's the thing: maybe, maybe not, because the other states are duplicating what Courtney. Yeah, but it's gonna take them a minute to get it down, what? and and have. Excuse me. It's gonna take them a minute for them to have it up and running. That's what I'm saying. So Hoover, Alabama, comes here last year. Yeah. Nobody this year. And as they try to make it happen in Alabama, Mississippi, Florida, wherever. They, 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 they got events going on in those places. But not at the level of Corky Kell. And the Corky Kell's been around forever. That's the thing. It's, right. it's, 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 you know, it's got deeper well, it's, roots it's, it's what we do. than when it, you it's, started. It's, it's how we start our high school football season. Yeah. And uh, so, you know, I mean, we got to get folks from South Georgia back in before we bring folks from other states. We don't have anybody from South Georgia. Well, that's why year. I was wondering why they, why they reached out to Hoover. You know. Well, they're right down the road. And the thing of it is there's great relationships with Hoover within the state because they host a big national 7-on-7. Oh, okay. They have a big national 7-on-7 tournament that a number of teams from the area go over and compete. So they're very familiar with the folks in the competition there. So that's that's the other thing. They come over here, play 7-on-7. Go in there, play 7-on-7. Y'all want to play a real game. Can y'all make it over? Oh, COVID happens. They can't play the game. Let's mm-hmm. try it again next year. Y'all make it over. They come over and they come over and they take our lunch money and go back to Alabama. So we'd invite them back this year. They come over and fix our potholes. Well, no, 14th Street is nice and paved right now. And by the way, there are the guy who was their coach is now at Gainesville. So that's that's <laughs> that's the other part of it. And we're gonna we're gonna check him out Friday night when they take on Marist, and we'll be having some uh, some updates from that game uh, Friday night. I think who's going to that game? That's Dayday's that game. No, Dayday's going going up to South Gwinnett. I think that's. Um, well, then it's got to be Garrett. That, well, was it Marist? Garrett. Yeah, yeah, it's, yeah, it's Garrett, yeah, because yeah. I'm at Westlake. <laughs> yeah, that's the thing. Yeah, that's yeah, yeah. Garrett, Garrett would have fought somebody if somebody else would have. <laughs> <laughs> Already descent amongst the ranks, and yeah, they haven't had man. their first show yet. That's, that's his it, alma mater. So. No, no, he would love it. Oh, listen, we uh, I, I had a couple more questions for you, but I hear the music, so I'm going to shut up and get us ready All right. for our um, – Safe at home game. We have got Kelly and CJ Stewart join us. They've been on the show before. Um, an incredible event. They need to have more of them instead of just once a year. They need to be more of them throughout the year. But we're going to talk to Kelly and uh, CJ up next. It's Sam and Greg on the Sunday morning. Sports Radio 92.9 The Game. 92.9thegame.com. Take us with you on the Odyssey app. Georgia. Georgia, the whole day through, just an old sweet song, keeps Georgia on my mind. 
Sports Radio 929 the game 929thegame.com it's Sam and Greg on this Sunday morning can't thank you enough for making us a part of your Sunday morning I had uh, Eric play this Sam because what we're about to talk about and people we're going to bring on you wish this boy that ended quick uh would be something that would happen throughout the entire state throughout the you, nation well, that's true too. But this should be this should be uh, uh, to me. It really ought to be like a movement. But don't get me started. Right? Yeah, I know. But let's 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 have it flood the state first, more than what we have right now. Let me just give you a little backstory here before we bring our guests on. Now, in its eighth year, the annual Safe at Home game brings together Atlanta's inner city high school baseball players with officers of the Atlanta Police Department, Atlanta Public Schools Police Department, Georgia Tech Police Department, and deputies from the Fulton County Sheriff's Office for a seven-inning self-officiated baseball game. The purpose, you ask? To create an environment of competition, trust, and respect between two communities who often struggle to find common ground and to open lines of communication so often searching for a connection. With that said, you can hear more about the backstory and everything having to do with the movement at safeathomegame.com. We want to bring on... um, Kelly and C.J. Stewart, who have joined us before on the show to talk about it. First of all, good morning uh, to both of you, and thank you for getting up and being a part of the show this morning. Good morning. Thank you for having us both. Good morning. Excited to be here. So good to hear from you guys, and uh, you're doing so many tremendous things. you got something new you've been working on, because, Kelly, I reached out to you and said, I'm in a school, Sam. We've been working on something. It's been a heck of a week. But before, before we get into those things, though, explain this game that's coming up what the idea and the whole uh, concept for it um, and how you got this thing to happen because it's back this year. Yeah. So the safe at home game is about bringing together two groups, you know, in our community that are often misunderstood and overgeneralized. Um, you know, we want our boys, our ambassadors uh, and lead to understand that every police officer is not a bad officer. It's not a racist officer. It's not an officer out here with a knee on somebody's neck and we want our boys to understand our officers to understand that all of our boys are not out here carjacking people committing crimes in the city you know we hear about the crime wave that's happening in atlanta and unfortunately that crime wave has had a face of young black youth and you know we want to bring these groups together to find common ground because by and large um all of them are really good people and amazing people and when you get them together in the same space using a sport like baseball to create that common ground amazing things happen the safe at home game was founded in 2014 and with every year and we've spoken to you folks um throughout this the light has grown it's gotten brighter on the game my question though is what kind of pivot did you have to make over these last couple years with the pandemic so we actually did not have the game, um, what was that, CJ, in 2020. So we were not able to have the game. But the beauty about Safe at Home is it's not just the game. Uh, it's a year-round initiative where our ambassadors and members of law enforcement are forging relationships, whether it's through joint practices that we have, through internships um, that the law enforcement community makes available to our ambassadors. Uh, Just this year, we had an ambassador who interned with the Fulton County Sheriff's Department. And I think that's one of the beautiful things um, that's happening as a result of this game is our ambassadors are seeing pathways into law enforcement. You know, we always tell them, if you see a system that you feel is not working right, don't just stay on the sideline. 
get in the game and do something to change it. So we're seeing a lot of our ambassadors who are uh, going into careers of law enforcement. Folks, we're talking about the Safe at Home game is coming up next Saturday. Uh, gates open at 10 o'clock. Uh, game starts at 11, playing at Russ Chandler Stadium at Georgia Tech. And uh, we're joined by Kelly and C.J. Stewart. They're social, by the way. You want to find Kelly. She's on, on Twitter at, uh, at K Stewart L-E-A-D. And the Safe at Home game is at the S-H-A uh, game. And that's, that is on Twitter if you want to follow them. Uh, CJ, got to talk to you about some two two people we see on the flyer that are endorsing this game, and that one is Mayor Andre Dickens, uh, the mayor of Atlanta, and Lieutenant Governor Jeff Duncan. By the way, this is his field y'all playing on because he played baseball over Georgia <laughs> Tech. Um, CJ, talk about the fact of having these two people support this this event. Yeah, so we're really excited about uh, Mayor Dickens and Lieutenant Governor Jeff Duncan. Uh, both participating. So I actually competed against Jeff Duncan. Both him and I were in college. I played at Georgia State University the 94-95 season. I was a freshman, and I think Jeff was uh, a junior at Georgia Tech. I'm pretty sure I hit a home run off of him. I'm uh-oh, not, I'm uh-oh, not uh-oh, certain. Oh, 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 oh. Now, he remembers. That, you know, if you play ball, you remember who you, who you he jerked one out on. You're going to hit the home run on the, on the lieutenant governor. <laughs> yes. Uh, he was a really, really good player, and, I mean, just even an even better person. And so he has been a strong advocate for us Um ever since he's been in office um, and we actually had one of our ambassadors, um, Jackson Northless, who's actually went, who went down to the state Capitol uh, to spend time uh, with him while he, they were in, in session. So, uh, but then mayor Dickens, we've known mayor Dickens uh, well before he became mayor and he was city councilman and uh, he was a strong advocate for us as well. So both of these men, uh, have been very involved with the safe at home game. It, it does also add value that both of them played baseball. Uh, Mayor Dickens played baseball at Mays High School. Uh, so when we talked to both of them about uh, being a part of the game, not just for show, but both of them are very competitive. So having Mayor Dickens coach the ambassadors and uh, Lieutenant Governor Jeff Duncan coach law enforcement is going to add even more excitement to the game. Could you folks tell us if, if at all it's happened, how many people have gotten in touch with you? How did you put this together? You know, we'd like to bring this to our community, in-state or out-of-state. Has that happened? So not yet, to Sam's point. You know, we are um, hoping to make this a movement across the nation because our nation is hurting in so many ways relative to you know, uh, racial discord. And I think this is such a great way um, to bring people together. Um, So if anybody is out there listening uh, across the nation, please reach out to us. We have the blueprint um, because as it, as the saying goes, Atlanta influences everything. Um, We definitely have the blueprint to help, you know, other cities get this going in their, in their cities. Fantastic, folks, on WaitForIt.com hotline. Please be joined this morning by C.J. and Kelly Stewart from LEAD. Um, we've been talking about the Safe at Home game, but LEAD and the LEAD ambassadors do some amazing things. Uh, either one of you, give us an update on the program, the participation, how many people you got involved, and there's something new that you have coming up, right? 
Absolutely. So, you know, like most uh, organizations, you know, our organization took a hit um, because of COVID. And as we um, entered into this space of uncertainty, we were blessed with our own facility, which is the lead center for youth over in the West End community. And so um, through ramping up again after COVID, we are actually working on an expansion to go from 5,500 square feet there to 11,000 uh, square feet uh, over in the Met um in the West End community. So that is very exciting. We serve um, about 250 boys, 6th through 12th grade in Atlanta Public Schools. So shout out to our partner, uh, APS, the Office of Partnerships uh, and the Office of Athletics. And um, we do this year-round. So, you know, year-round baseball here in the inner city of Atlanta. Uh, And the something new that we are working on is we are working on launching a program for girls, the lady ambassadors. So we always get this when we're in the schools. Uh, The young ladies come up to us and they're like, coach, you don't have anything for us? Like, what's up? (laughs) So now we'll be able to answer that question. Uh, We're going to focus on the sport of tennis for the lady ambassadors. And Sam, you know, I know you've been been working on this. Yep, absolutely. Yeah, our two daughters, um, Mackenzie and McKenna, play tennis. Tennis has been a big part of our family for a long time. Mackenzie's finishing up her senior year this year at the Southern University in Baton Rouge. Mm-hmm. She's on a tennis scholarship there. Coach and Kanye, she'll be coming home Coach after Kanye. graduation. Yep. Yep. She'll be coming home after graduation to head up that program. So we're excited. I, all right. I have to ask real quick here. Does your McKenna spell her name M-C-K-E-N-N-A? Because I have one of those. He does not. It's, oh. it, it's M-A-C-K-E-N-N-A. Oh. Listen, I, listen, I've been hearing this the whole life. What, when we go out and come, you know, buy some, some souvenirs, they can never find them little keychains with the names of everybody on there. They don't spell my name. They never have my name in, on that rack. <laughs> McKenna never got one. You, I, I feel you, but listen, so my name is Kelly, K-E-L-L-I, and people really don't spell it like that, so it's always a Y when I look at those keychains and stuff, so I feel your pain. <laughs> um, I wanted to ask you about volunteers. Eric had talked about going out, and this is a guy who is a referee. He's an umpire, does this, but he just wants to go out to be a part of this, maybe even help out. I'm, I'm putting your name out there, Eric, but you do seek out volunteers, and is that still a case for this game, and where can folks um, register to be one? So to find out more about the game, you can go to safeathomegame.com. Um, this event at Tech, although it is free, it is a ticketed event, so you'll have to register. There's a link to register there on the website. And if you um, send in, there should be a place on that site to contact someone. That info will come to us if you want to volunteer, and that's how you get involved in the game. All right. Well, I got a few more minutes for you guys. Got to let you guys, I got to, you know, let you guys talk about having African-American youth playing baseball. Uh, We just saw in this recent Major League Baseball draft, um, and from our backyard, uh, a number of young people drafted, uh, one out of Mays High School. Um, And then we saw one from uh, who played at Gresham Park and, and just down the road in Stockbridge, now playing center field for the Braves. What does that do for you? When, and, Kelly, I know you always come on in and you ball up your fist and say, black boys do play yes, baseball. Yes, she does. Yes, uh, she does. <laughs> but, but, we but love I, it. I'm going to let both of y'all throw that out there. What does it mean for you guys to have guys playing, uh, introduce this game, and try to bring this game back to where it was many years ago in the community, and now kids can see some examples? 
Yeah, I mean, having uh, four out of the top five um, draft picks be black players was uh, very inspirational. It was absolutely amazing. Um, the difference is, though, the type of African-American boys that we serve, uh, by and large, are underperforming with grades, attendance, and behavior, and come from low-income households. And so this is a, a, a demographic of boys that are often often overlooked uh, because a lot of people don't know how to coach them. A lot of people don't know how to reach them. And so a lot of these boys are uh, what we call dysregulated boys that are experiencing high levels of frequent and constant, consistent trauma, uh, even to the point where, I mean, it really starts to change the way that they start to think and the way their brain starts to work. And so the changing of that from them being dysregulated uh, is starts with having uh, regulated people around them, uh, but also people that have some shared experience. Kelly and I both grew up in environments that are very uh, similar to the boys that we serve. And then you take a sport like baseball that is able to uh, develop so many of the social-emotional learning capacities that they need, like positive identity, self-confidence, self-management, uh, and those things. So, uh, you know, it's, it, it is great that we have so much success that's happening for black players, but this particular group, um, you know, they, had, they con continuously struggle to have not only people that are willing to coach, but also people that are willing to sponsor. And I'm not talking about sponsors just from a standpoint of money, but talking about people that will sponsor to make sure that they get the benefit of the doubt, the respect, and the trust. Because unfortunately, a lot of our boys don't come from families where it's two parents in the household. Many do, but not all do. Not all of them come from a family that have graduated from a four-year college or come from a family that has a military background. And those are some of the, some of the cues right there that will disqualify you if you're African-American. If you don't have those things, a lot of teams uh, tend to be a lot more afraid to take a chance on you. Yeah. Well, look, before we let you go, let people know how they can get involved uh, with, with you or support what you're doing. I'm seeing one place, the lead center for youth.org. And also you can follow with lead Atlanta, L E A D Atlanta, all one word on Twitter, but talk how people can get involved. Yeah. Yes, please visit us at leadcenterforyouth.org. We have opportunities for uh, the community to be involved all year long. Uh, it's time to get in the game. We hear about all of these stats on the news. We see uh, things that break our hearts on the news. This is an organization that will bring you proximate uh, to what's going on in the city and bring you proximate in a way to make an impactful and empowering change in the lives of youth here. So reach out to us and we'll put you to work. And, of course, everything does because our safeathomegame.com is, is really your first stop. to Check out everything having to do with it. Uh, Kelly and CJ, again, we tell you this every time you come on with us, but we can't thank you enough, and not only for being a part of the show, but for what you do. Thank you all so much for always giving us a platform to share. We appreciate you all. Thank you. Absolutely, absolutely. Right. Yeah, it's uh, – and, uh, Eric, expectations through the roof. You looking forward to this, going out there to be there for this event? I, I am going to leave here next Saturday when we go off the air. And, I mean, Russ Chandler Stadium, you, you can almost hop and skip over there. Yeah. And I will be in attendance. I'm going to go right online right now and register because I just heard them say that, you know, you got to get online and register. Yeah. And I hope to see some people that I know out there supporting this event. This yeah. sounds like something. I am upset that this is the first that I've been introduced to 
and I can't thank you guys so much. I'm so happy. Every week I learn something new from you guys. I yeah, appreciate well, you guys. You owe us at least a lunch. <laughs> <laughs> I can I can afford a Happy Meal. Yeah. <laughs> the dollar menu. Speaking of Mr. Slaughter, we're going to turn things over to Eric next. It is Eric Squirrel on Sam and Greg, Sports Radio 92.9 The Game, 92.9thegame.com, and take us with you on the Odyssey app. Sports Radio 929 The Game, 929thegame.com. It's Sam and Greg on this Sunday morning. Thank you for making us a part of your day. Uh, on this day where we take a second and pause and think about Tim Tebow turning 35 years old. Whoa. Talk about Magic 63, Halle Berry 57, but Tim Tebow, who, when you say it out loud, still could be playing. Technically, well, yeah, he still he still could be getting it done, and it seems like he's played three different sports. Yeah, it does. since he left college, seems like he's been out there forever. It does. It seems like he's been out there forever, as you said. Yeah, but thirty five today, um, and you know, listen, the one thing I, I I don't have a problem with Tim Tebow. A lot of folks do, but he's been consistent. He has been that same, at least from my eyes, he's been that same dude. Oh yeah. Since Florida, nothing worse than a guy who's one way this time, like a bad umpire. He calls got a certain strike zone for one team as opposed to the other team. Now, if you're going to be bad, be bad for both teams, and we can make the adjustment. Mm-hmm. And that's the thing about Tim Tebow. So you know, God bless him. Yeah. Also, anyway, it is uh, time, Mr. Crenshaw, for us to uh, take a back seat to um, Eric Slaughter. It's yeah. Time for Eric's world. I got something for Eric before we get started. Go Uh-oh. ahead, brother. Go ahead. I found out what you were looking for. Okay. Lead, expose, advise, direct. That's what the acronym LEAD stands yes. for. Lead, expose, advise, direct. Direct. Yes. I and like that it. comes from the those last who are just tuning in. Yes. Yes. The, the, go ahead, Sam. Those are the basis of the acronym. The, the, the word of the lead, those, they, that's where the L, E, A, and D come from. The leads we just talked with CJ and Kelly Stewart. And, uh, you know, Eric wanted to know more about it. And wanted, oh, to know, okay. wanted to know why, why he didn't know about it all this time. We, we, we bring you up to speed. He, I like that he says we do educate him every week. <laughs> well, we, we educate us up too now. Yeah. 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 You, yeah. you say some stuff that gets me go. Hey, you know what I found? Now that I'm back at home, I haven't had a chance to use this <laughs> in a while. But I've been waiting for you, and you haven't done it yet so far. But I've been waiting to use. Yeah. <laughs> Was that the hotel reservation bell? No, that's a, before before you were our producer. One of the things that Sam and I tried to do was to make a conscious effort not to give references that were twenty five years or older. Oh my! Okay, and we tried that. Try being the key word in that sentence. Yeah. And so every time we did that, and you hit the bell and go, all right, no more Beverly Hillbillies references, yeah. you know, or nothing, nothing like that. Nothing from back then. Anyway, man, it's you know, your, you know, it's floor. funny. Um, before I got. Onto the with with uh, you know the wonderful people here at Odyssey ninety two ninety game, and uh, I mean I can tell you I've been listening to you guys for for a long time because I would always listen to you guys this time of morning when I'm driving to whatever sports tournament I was on my way to, but that is how I first got introduced to Jahi because Jahi mm-hmm. was with you guys for mm-hmm. so long and mm-hmm. Jahi would do an HBCU segment with you guys right mm-hmm. and then I would tweet Jahi hey man. 
appreciate you doing your HBCU segment. That's how me and Jai, he became correspondents and friends. And next oh, day, Howard, man. Yeah, you know, and we, we were, you know, of course, we would talk st- stuff about that. Yeah. And, and then I started making. Well, that's a big game coming up this fall. Oh, yeah, oh, oh, the NYC Classic. Yeah, yes, yes, yes. Yeah, Howard indeed. and Morehouse. Yeah, uh, yes, indeed. Yeah. yeah you know, we're going September 17th, baby. Soon as I, once again, as <laughs> soon as I leave here, I'll Hampton's be. going to be both y'all. On fly. Well, we don't play them, but that's okay. All right, well, you know. <laughs> if you were, you yeah, were. Mm-hmm, yeah. Uh, Go ahead, man. But, uh, no, up? just like I said, uh, back then is when, um, you know, I would listen to you guys and I would talk to Jahi and then I would talk to Jarvis a lot because Jarvis was mm-hmm. an HBCU athlete. And that's how I got accremented with the station. And then by then, everybody knew me and they used to put my name in the old old underboss's ear, like, hey, we got a guy that really wants to be a part of us, and he knows all of us, and, you know, that's how I got acclimated with you guys. And, you know, and Greg, I was one of those ones that always thought there was a T in your name, too. <laughs> I, 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 probably, I, probably did, I probably did try to email you and put that T in the name. That's everybody why you never got back does. to me. <laughs> everybody wow. does. What are you going to do, right? What are you going to do? Um, you know, I didn't mention this yesterday, and uh, I'm actually, I'm feeling better. i actually been kind of uh, not ill, but in pain a lot this week. I had a pain this week that I would not wish on my worst enemy. Mm. I've been dealing with a toothache. Ouch. <laughs> no. That Ooh, no. Again, I mean, I, pro- I promise you, Ooh, no. I think it was Wednesday morning. The, the throbbing on the right side of my mouth mm. woke me out of my sleep. And um, I deal with gum infections on a lot, and you got to go get the antibiotics, and then come back and see them, and you get an X-ray. When they, I called my dentist. I said I need to come in, and they said, "Well, come on in. Let's take an X-ray." My tooth was so sore. You know how you have to bite down to take the X-ray. I was like, "I can't do it. Can't do it." And they was like, "Okay, go get some antibiotics, and we'll see you one day next week." And I was like, "Come on, you gotta get me right because I got a big day tomorrow, as I'll be on the mic for the Atlanta Falcons at the." open practice and I was like I I can't be you know in there dealing with a, a sore mouth when no. I'm trying to say Mariota or uh, uh, DJ Ogale or the, <laughs> somebody like that you know um, that was it o- Ogundeji is how uh, West Dorham says it so I gotta get that right so I feel better thank God you know thank you for modern antibiotics and, mm-hmm. uh, and painkillers but uh, then I'll go back Tuesday for my follow-up visit but that was a Tough, tough couple days, Wednesday and Thursday. Antibiotics take about three good days to really kick in. By Friday, I I was feeling better. By yesterday, I actually tried to, because all week long, I've been eating just on the left side of my mouth. Mm. And then yesterday, just with a salad, nothing. I wasn't trying to bite down on a steak or anything. I said, okay, let me try to eat on his right side, and it it, it worked. So I'm feeling better. But I think I may be in... um, Probably going for some oral surgery in the next couple months. Oh, it is what it is. Yeah, I think I'm the only person that doesn't have a problem with dentist in dentistry. Problem visiting them? No, no. Yeah, I don't have a problem visiting. I don't have a problem with them doing work. I don't have perfect teeth by any stretch of the imagination. I got a. I got a. Um. Well, about to have (laughs) no, no. I'm about to have my second implant. Really? I had a baby tooth forever. I mean, like into <laughs> like it, it not, never fell out. Or no, it never fell out, and the because permanent my, one didn't push it. Oh wow! No, okay. well, the, the permanent one is is there. It's up in my gums. Oh, it's it's my, impacted. It's my oh. cane. No, 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 no problems. It's sitting there like it like passed out like New Year's Day. <laughs> it what happened was my baby tooth. Uh, it's, it's the canine tooth on one side, okay. right, my right side, never came in. So we've got X rays over the years, and the thing is, like I said, it's it's horizontal. So I. 
left the other one in, and it stayed till, like I said, about three three years ago. I had my baby tooth still. And so they said, well, this is what we can do. We can give you an implant, or we can bring the canine down. The problem with that is that dude has been sitting up there all them decades, which means it's going to be bright and shiny white, right? As opposed to my other teeth, which aren't dinged up at all, but they're not going to be the same. Mm -hmm. Moreover, I'd have to go in every few weeks and like a three-point parking maneuver for a car let them turn it a little they bit. have to go yeah. in there and yank it yeah. and then again and then go away, come back two weeks and then yank it again and it was like trying to reposition it and bring it to, i said i ain't going through all that i'll just get another implant but no i have no problem with it because i take full advantage of of the drugs that dentistry now applies <laughs> oh, yeah. so i got no problem i give me give me the gel before yeah. you gave me the shot yeah, you give go, me as many yeah. shots as you yeah. want and yeah. then next thing you know i'm listening to 2001 space odyssey in my head because <laughs> i'm floating up there with captain kirk and i got no problem with yeah. that man yeah well i'm going to uh let them give me every pain uh, nullifier they can when it's time for them to uh, have to go in. I've actually never had my wisdom teeth taken out. And they said, well, Eric, we got to do that. Wow. And we got a couple of things. Because I'm trying to get me a, a, a Freddie Freeman um, or a Ryan Cameron smile because, you know, I'm, I'm trying to trying to oh, okay. get, get it. Maybe, maybe get one of those on-the-camera on jobs that you talk about every week in the casting call. But. Dude, <laughs> Sam, I had, oh I had my wisdom teeth all pulled out on the same day. Oh, and I'm not saying this to toot my own horn. But I got home, and Tracy's brother was here at the time being. And he's one of those that came. And she ain't going to be mad at me for saying this. He's one of these dudes that came for the holidays, okay. right? Except he came on New Year's and stayed till Christmas. <laughs> oh. Right? So he, he was here. Right? And I was kind of just, like, done with him thumping around the house. And I, was, I couldn't lay down. I, could, I, was, I fixed the dryer. I literally while, while on pain meds. While I, I I was like an hour after I got home, I was so worked up and and I couldn't relax with you know that extra body in the house. I literally we had a heat coil that or heat the heat heating unit in the dryer was busted, and I went to Home Depot and I had the guy walk me through it, and I came back and fixed the dryer. Okay, I that, ain't gonna that, do that. That's, uh, well, no, I, I, I'd, I'd have called the Marriott and be like, yeah, I need to book a suite. <laughs> Cause my in law, my in laws are getting on my nerves, and, <laughs> and I'd have took advantage of all these uh, delivery apps that we have now. I'm like, which one you guys use? And uh, that's where I that's where I would have been. Well, I just, good luck to you, man. I hope this <laughs> I hope this works out. I really do. And and it reminds me of something I'm gonna I'm gonna ask you. Or unless you're yeah, I'm done. Good. Go ahead. Yeah. You sure? Uh huh. Okay. Because what did you think of Sam when he said he had to, you know, had a problem with one of his mouth? He's eating on one side and his, his face was all puffy. Did you get a vision of somebody? Oh, the 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 Bill Cosby routine. No, no, not not that one. Oh, no, that's a funny one too. Yeah, I know that. Dude. I didn't know I could. You want me to spit it? I didn't know I could. I could dance on my behind. Yeah. No, I I wasn't talking about that one. I was talking about Vito Corleone. Oh, how really? they put the thing in his mouth, the, the, the cotton balls, Marlon Brando. Okay. And you had an assignment, young man, from two weeks ago. Yeah. And you haven't told us whether or not you achieved. And moving right along. You what? <laughs> moving right along. Uh, how about those braids? Yeah. Mm-hmm. No. Mm -hmm. yeah. Wow. Mm -hmm. Wow. All he had that? to do was watch The Godfather. That's yeah. all we wanted him to do. And he promised, I believe, too, right? I did. I owe two lunches now. 
No, you ain't no lunch. No, we up to a dinner now. <laughs> He's keeping score. We're keeping score. If you don't watch it by next week, you owe me a, and Sam a slab of Herb's ribs. Ooh. Okay. I've been wanting that anyway because I've heard you guys talk about it. It's so. good yeah. stuff. It's good yeah. stuff. Okay. Uh, okay. Well, I'm just saying. There it is. Great movie, man. I'm I, have, I have a movie recommendation, too, which I'm going to give you during casting call. But. Anyway, so is that all we got for uh, Eric's World this week? Yes, we are. And then uh, after the show today, my step, my stop today is Altoona High School, Sam. Really? For a little softball action, yes. Okay. Up, up by the lake. Up by the lake with the Buccaneers, the Lady Buccaneers, because I'm doing softball. Okay. Outstanding. Do you play sports, Eric? I, mean, I, I know you call what, what was your sport? Basketball. Basketball is my favorite sport. I like the way they dribble up and down the court. <laughs> there you go. He's doing a, he's doing twenty minutes here. Yeah. No, I mean, okay. So you didn't play any other sports? Uh, no, I played high school football and high school basketball, and I walked on at the alma mater. I walked on at Morehouse for basketball. Look at but, you. Yeah. See, now we just learned something because I didn't know that. Did you know that, Sam? All of that? I didn't know all that. I figured I figured some of that though, but I didn't know all of it. There I, you go. I figured he that, some of that is Eric Slaughter. By the way, one of the. Uh, Correspondence for the high school football show. Mr. Crenshaw will be hosting along with Chris Parker. Eric's out there. Garrett, uh, Stevie G is out there. You heard Day Day earlier. Who am I missing? Dylan. Dylan out there. The high school football show in its second season starts Friday night here, 7 p.m. on Sports Radio 929 The Game, 929thegame.com. There you go. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary.